reach for the sky, boy. R.I.P. Uh, Jay Briscoe. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the Wrestling Table Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Turner. Um, I didn't really want to be up here talking about AEW tonight because that's not really what's on my mind. Um, I want to play another audio clip, um, once again, dedicating to um, you know, the loss of, of Jay Briscoe. Um, I'm going to play something, um, and it's uh, the Briscoes, and um, this was posted on Ring of Honor's YouTube account uh, two years ago, but I'm going to play it, and uh, let's get started. You can finish high school with continuing ed at Santiago Canyon College. Work with amazing teachers that make learning easy. Classes are online and tuition-free for California adults. Learn more at sccforme.com. Honor Club, where honor is real. And we started right here. That was where we walked out. That's kind of the curtain, you know? We'd hit the tape recorder, our music would play. We'd walk out the locker room there, and then right here, we had the trampoline. You know, we had it up against the shed, in case you had to come off the top rope, which was the shed, obviously. And uh, yeah, I mean, we spent pretty much all night, every night after school, just right here, just going at it. Well, one time we were having a match, and right there, that's the kitchen window right there, and I threw a chair at Mark, he caught in the chair, then I kicked it into his face and just shattered his nose. Shattered my nose. I mean, blood everywhere. And so his nose was broken. And I remember dad walking by the kitchen window and seeing what had happened. And he opens the window up and he starts yelling at us. He, he says, Mark, now you break his nose. <laughs> and and uh, <laughs> you know, there's a, there a few times dad would kind of holler at us. What was still here? There's, one, there's some of our old. This was stapled to a board. This is a tribute, a board board ladies board. and gentlemen. The board itself has uh, since disintegrated, but the barbed wire is still here. How could have sworn I seen it too? Yeah, wonder if mom moved it to the kids. This is my weapon of choice right here. Right there. Got it for free at a Delmarva Shorebirds game. It was a free bat giveaway night. <laughs> I used to whoop Mark's ass with this thing. There it is. That's my weapon. That's what I came out to the ring with. There used to be an old barn over here that burnt up, actually burnt up in a fire right there. But uh, that was a big one. You know, the, the match was spilled to the outside. We just. 
Welcome to... You're listening to The Wrestling Takeover. What is your name? With your host, Jordan Turner, who's always going to keep it real. Come on, King. Inside and outside the ring. Let me make myself clear. He's got the band behind him, King. It's time to take over, King. Are you ready? He's all fired up now, King. Takeover. Let's go. What's uh what's going on everybody? Um I really didn't want to be up here tonight um to talk about Dynamite, AEW Dynamite, but I am here. I have a job to do. I will be talking about Dynamite tonight. Um honest to God, nothing really crazy happened tonight. Uh some key points here and there, but it wasn't anything that uh you want to run home about. Uh, this is a dedication to um, Jay Briscoe. I'm actually going to read some tweets uh, regarding people in the wrestling industry um, paying their respects to Jay uh, Briscoe. Now, I want to make this point. I don't know if uh, the Briscoes are real brothers. Um, and, and if they really are brothers... Like twins or or just brothers in general, um, it really hits home uh, for me personally um, because I have a twin, I have a brother, and um, God forbid, you know, um, he passed, or you know, God forbid if I passed, um, and you know, you just feel empty. You feel like a part of you is lost. Um. So it really hit home for me hearing this news. Um, you know, it just, it's a its a crazy world we live in. Um, I always go out in the motto that you never know when your last day is. Um, and hearing the story, especially with what happened, I do have details on that. I mean, just like everybody's going to cover it. Um, I actually have some news on um, what actually happened in, you know, the tragedy of what happened yesterday in the wrestling world. It's everyone's uh, paying their respect. Um, I want to start off by saying um, shout out to WWE. Um, NXT on uh, Tuesday, uh, yesterday, um, they were paying their respects to Jay Briscoe, um, Booker T, um, and uh, the other guy. I don't know his name, but uh, them two uh, gave us the news uh, regarding uh, Jay Briscoe passing. Um, and I love that WWE actually put that into the script. Um, so shout out to Triple H. Shout out to everybody on that team uh, paying their respects and uh, showing appreciation for uh, Jay Briscoe and his family um, for that. So uh, I, I thought that was a good deed by the WWE. Um, I want to read some tweets here. Uh, we got one from Triple H. He said, An incredible performer who created a deep connection with wrestling fans across the globe. My condolences to the family and friends of Jay Briscoe. We got one from Seth Rollins. After I signed with WWE, Jay would come to the Sarah Bohr House uh, shows to drink beer and hoot and holler and complain all this stuff. Uh, he loved the business. And he was a great human and friend. Bigger than he was an absolute adoring father and husband. Uh, he then 
replied back and he tweeted something else and said, being in the ring with Jay Briscoe got me my first Ring of Honor contract. Uh, he and Mark Briscoe, uh, being so selfless, helped Jimmy and I find our footing as AOTF. Don't know what that means. Maybe it's a faction. Uh, without him, I don't know where if Tyler Black could ever have been Seth Rollins. We got one from Adam Cole. He said, I don't know what my life would be like without Jay Briscoe in it, and I don't want it to know. You believed in me. You helped me. You treated me like family. There will never be another like you. I'm so grateful to have known a man like you. I love you, Jay. Uh, Damian Priest. I always enjoyed my time around Jay. Will always miss, be missed by so many. Rest easy. Uh, Bray Wyatt, Wyndham Rotunda said, quote, uh, them boys. Um, you know, the whole wrestling world. It's it's, uh, it's a sad day. Um, I want to listen to this audio clip by uh, Richard uh, Wisely. Because um, this was very, very sad. Um, I, I want to listen to it, so. Let's play it. Jay Briscoe. Um, Jay, um, the wrestling's whatever, man. Like, he's such a good father, man. And, um, such a good husband and you were such a good mentor and friend, and uh, I, I see death a lot, and uh, this one hits hard. I'm really gonna miss you. All right, man. Uh, FTR. Um, this is Dax Harwood. He said, "I'm doing okay." Thanks for everyone for checking on me. I love you, Jay. Um, the baddest of all time, uh, Shane Taylor, he puts out, one of the proudest moments of my career was standing across from Jay Briscoe and hearing him and Slush Chicken say, quote, Shane T is the real dude. There'll never be another Jay Briscoe, father, husband, brother, leader, friend, and so much more. The Usos, RIP to the homie Jay Briscoe. Condolences to your family. Rest in paradise, Uso. Um, yeah, so everybody, you know, paying their respects, paying them condolences. Um, but I really want to read the Sammy Callahan tweet because it really just writes home um, just in life in general. He went on Twitter and said, for real, life is so short. We never know when someone else or our own time is up. Tell people you love them and how much they mean to you every chance you get. Um, that was very powerful. Very, very powerful. Um, and, and everybody all over the world in the wrestling community uh, paying their respects. Um, it's just, it's uh, it's so sad with what happened. Um, yeah, man, again, sending my thoughts and prayers to uh, the family of Jay Briscoe. Um, but I have a review to do. I have a show to do. Um, I just wanted to take a couple minutes of that time and uh, paying my respects to uh, Jay Briscoe. Um, I'll be back in a bit, you guys. 
Um, I'll see you guys in a bit. And then when I come back, we are definitely going to be reviewing AEW Dynamite. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for, uh, you know, understanding um, I'm back. Let's get to the AEW Dynamite full results and analysis. Um, this is going to be kind of a, uh, a cool, calm, collected review. Uh, like I said, not a lot of things happened tonight. Um, it, it just was kind of a, a chill episode of Dynamite. You felt that. Uh, you've seen it on social media. Uh, speaking of social media, uh, if you guys can go follow me on Twitter at JT Takeover and especially on Instagram at The Wrestling Takeover, I'd really appreciate it. Um, check out DiscussPW.com as I have tons of articles on that website. More to come this year. Um, and be sure to rate the podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well. Um, if you have Google Play, if you have iHeartRadio, if you can uh, follow the podcast on those platforms as well, I would really, really appreciate it. Um, I really appreciate the support, you guys. Um, I love this business. I love analyzing it. I love just just talking about it, man. Um, like I said, I'm trying to be in the business one day and, uh, you know, love talking about pro wrestling each and every week. And uh, I appreciate those that listen to what I have to say. Uh, let's get into this is tough, man. Uh, let's get into AEW Dynamite. Uh, we actually kicked things off with Orange Cassidy, Jay Lethal um, for the All Atlantic Championship. Uh, Orange Cassidy defeated Jay Lethal via pinfall with nine minutes and seven seconds to retain the AEW All Atlantic Championship. Um, again, I don't understand why we have the All Atlantic Championship. I honestly think it's a gimmick. Um, I think it's for people that aren't really getting TV time. It's kind of a joke title. Um, I understand Pac has won it, but this title doesn't mean anything, uh, really. And uh, it's not an important championship. Um, if you're out there and you think it is important, you're prerogative. But uh, the way it's been booked, it really doesn't give off vibes of it's an important championship. Just saying. Uh, so I'm going to take it to uh, the middle here. Uh, so we seen Jay Lethal's, uh, see, we seen Jay Lethal's head uh, into the turnbuckle, and then he hits a crossbody before hitting a stunner, uh, stun dog, excuse me, millionaire, and then followed by DDT for a two count. Orange Cassidy heads the top turnbuckle uh, this time, but Jay hits a lethal combination. Love that. Uh, he tries for a lethal injection, um, and Orange Cassidy avoids it and then tries for an orange punch, but Jay Lethal counters it and hits a lethal injection instead. Orange Cassidy rolls out, and then uh, he gets to ringside. Uh, we see Lethal tries to grab the guitar from Jarrett from behind by the referee's back, and we see Dan Housen. He interrupts. He comes in. Crowd pops for that. Uh, Jay chases him and then lets Orange punt, uh, catch him Excuse me, with the roll-up. And Jay kicks out at two, but can't manage to uh, get the upper hand as Orange hits the orange punch. And that's all we wrote. Like I said, the championship really isn't important. 
this championship uh, just doesn't have any purpose. It's really hard to get into something that doesn't have a lot of purpose. You understand? Um, it just, it's not there. I don't care about the championship. I never cared about the championship. I still to this day don't understand why this championship was created. But it is what it is. Um, let's get right into the next match, guys. Um, top flight. Dante Martin and Darius Martin. Uh, they defeated the Young Bucks in actually a shocker. Uh, I love this. I love that the Young Bucks put top flight over. Um, this match lasted 10 minutes, or excuse me, this match lasted 12 minutes and 11 seconds. Um, this was a good match. This really was a good match, and it really showed that top flight, if they can really stay healthy, if Darius Martin can really stay healthy, uh, top flight's going to be legit top flight in the tag team division, tag team race, and they can be tag team champions uh, sooner rather than later. I love that the Young Bucks put this team over. Respect to Matt and Nick Jackson. That um, again, this was a fun match. Fans were into it, and uh, nothing else really to add. Um, towards the end, we seen Dante. He tags out, tags in Nick with the dive before hitting a power bomb nose dive combination on Matt Jackson. Uh, but Nick Jackson still breaks it up at two. Um, we've seen a destroyer. To finish, but he kicks out at two. Does uh, Darius? Darius went for the destroyer, and Nick kicks out at two. Uh, Matt tags in as the crowd chants. This is awesome, and uh, Matt kisses an armband dedicated to Jay Briscoe. A lot of Jay Briscoe a tribute here. I love it. Um, so we see Dante breaks up for a two. Dante uh, begins to fire up, and then uh, dives into a drop kick, super kick. Uh, so he dives and then he gets super kicked by the Young Bucks. And uh, that's how the match ended, man. BTE, uh, trigger, and then that was it. Um, I don't know where the Young Bucks go from here. Um, I'm pretty interested to see what's going to happen. I kind of feel tonight, really, I want to say it was a build towards, you know, the week after that and the week after that. But I kind of feel tonight was not a dud, but it, they really weren't putting their best foot forward. You know what I mean? It really didn't feel like that because I know uh, we got Revolution in a couple weeks. So we still got tons of time for uh, Revolution. So like I said, I think tonight's episode was just really dedicated to Jay Briscoe. Deservedly so. Now, next up, uh, we got um, we got the Acclaim. Um, the Acclaim, they come out. Uh, the crowd chants ass boys and stops them from taking a while. But Austin Gunn, we've seen the gun club. So they come out. Uh, they start disrespecting uh, the acclaim. Um, so we've seen the ass boys and stops them from talking for a while. Austin eventually uh, gets to it and says that the acclaim embarrassed them last week before claiming the guns are the reason for the acclaim's success. Uh, the tag team champs didn't come out, and Austin cuts off Max as Max was going to cut a rhyme. Uh, but Max makes them uh, turn off his mic as the mic was turned off, and uh, we actually seen the rap. It was pretty good. I liked it. Uh, pretty low-key regarding the rap, but it was really good nonetheless. Um, yeah, man, they cut a promo. Uh, we seen the interaction between the Acclaim and um, Billy Gunn. It looks like Billy Gunn, the Acclaim, and the Ass Boys are going to have a therapy session shout out to nf 
they're going to have a therapy session um, next week. So that should be very interesting. Um, I was a little shaken because we've seen um, Billy Gunn kind of attack, sort of, uh, the gun club, his family, and then his other family in the acclaim. So that got the crowd into it. They were kind of shook by that, but at the end of the day, it was a good promo, good segment, and uh, looks like we're getting a therapy session next week on AEW Dynamite. I think this is going to be the, the tag team title match. Maybe on Dynamite, maybe at Revolution. We'll see what happens. Next up, Adam Page interviewed uh, by Renee Young, uh, Renee Parquette, excuse me. Renee asks Hangman how he's feeling, and Page says that he feels like Moxley took uh, Hangman's word from him, but Hangman got it back uh, by beating him last week. Uh, Renee says that Mox said that Adam Page uh, makes him better and he despises, excuse me, despises and cherishes him at the same time. Uh, Hangman says that he would like to do it again if John wants, before saying that now he plans to rebuild some fences that he's been meeting for, for a while before asking Moxley how he is doing and how he is feeling, having an awkward moment where it looks like he might, looks like he'll be getting a rematch. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But the promo was solid. It was okay. Um, the genuine of Adam Page, I like. I like the feud between the two. It's very personal. It's very simple to comprehend. Um, John Moxley injured Page with the clothesline. Um, so looks like Page came back and did the same thing. To Moxley. Are we going to get a blood feud. With this maybe inside a steel cage. I don't know. Maybe last man standing match. I'd love to see that. At Revolution between Page. And Moxley. It's 1-1. Moxley won. And then Page won now. So we got to get a third match. I think it's going to happen at Revolution. Um, And if it does happen at Revolution. Tony Khan. Anybody in the AEW department. Creative. Whatever. You're listening to this podcast. Um, let's get a last man standing match. Let's get a steel cage match. Maybe hardcore match. One of the two. Let's go barbaric with it. I like it. So let's see what happens. Or how about this? You can't use a clothesline to win the match. You can't use a clothesline at all because both men got injured with that move. So uh, we'll see. Try to be creative here. Try to have some fun with it, but we'll see what happens. Next up, we got Ricky Starks. He defeated Jake Hager with Chris Jericho, Matt Mardar, and Angelo Parker via pinfall. This lasted six minutes and 24 seconds. This was boring. Uh, Jake Hager does nothing for me. This guy does nothing for me. I was never a fan of him, even dating back to his Jack Swagger days in WWE. I don't care for him whatsoever. He's so generic. My opinion... Ricky Starks really isn't going anywhere right now. Um, I feel a lot of people in AEW are kind of directionless right now. A lot of people are kind of directionless um, when you really look at it. But they're in storylines just like Ricky Starks with Adam. Uh, he's in a storyline, Ricky Starks. So I like it. Um, but like I said, Ricky Starks really isn't doing anything right now either. Um, but Ricky Starks got the win, and that's most important. I'm not talking about this match because, quite frankly, I don't care for this. Uh, this was a come down type of match. That's what it was. And it felt like that too. Um, 
again, I want Ricky Starks to do the best thing that he could this year, um, become TNT champion, go on a big momentum, bleed into the world title scene uh, on a consistent basis. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Should be interesting. Um, we're going to move it along, man. We got a Adam Cole video package. I thought this was fucking awesome. This was great. Uh, it pretty much documented uh, what he was doing last week and how he said, I will run AEW and I will run anybody over who stands in my way. I love it, man. This Adam Cole, man. I'm so happy he's back. So happy he's back doing what he loves. And that's being in the ring and fucking wrestling. I think it's fantastic. We'll see what Adam Cole does in AEW. Should be good. Um, we get a Jericho Appreciation Society interview. So this sets something up. This should be interesting. So Tony Schiavone interviews uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society and says that next week we got Action Andretti. Um, that's his name. Action Andretti and uh, Ricky Starks versus Chris Jericho. Sammy Guevara and or Daniel Garcia, depending on rather Garcia can beat Adam Andretti on Rampage. Sammy then gives him some uh, leather pants. Does um, Guevara, he gives it to um, Daniel Garcia. And then he actually said that um, instead of him tag teaming with uh, Chris Jericho, we're going to have Daniel Garcia do so. I apologize. I'm pretty tired. I'm pretty tired. Um, listen, again, um, I'm, I'm really over the Jericho Appreciation Society bullshit. I don't know why the fuck they keep continuing this. Have Daniel Garcia turn babyface, turn on Chris Jericho, or have Chris Jericho turn on Daniel Garcia. How about this? You want to talk about creativity, you don't get any better than me. You do not get any better than me when it comes to creativity. Here's another good idea. Well, I hope you guys think it's a good idea. You know, the Jericho Appreciation Society is kind of like evolution. Chris Jericho's Triple H, Daniel Garcia's Randy Orton, uh, Sammy Guevara, I don't know. Ric Flair or whatever, even though they're not on their level, but I'm just using it as an analogy. Okay, so follow me, please. Chris Jericho turns on Daniel Garcia. He beats the shit out of Daniel Garcia. And then we get that eventual uh, feud between the two later on in 2023. It builds up Daniel Garcia as this big-time underdog babyface, a fighting a babyface going against the heel Chris Jericho. Tony Khan, Chris Jericho. Let's see if you're going to use it. Should be interesting. But like I said, the Jericho Appreciation Society, I'm over this group. We need to move on at some point this year with this group. They've gone as far as they can. Next up, we got Brian Danielson defeated Bandino via pinfall. This lasted 17 minutes and 54 seconds. What a motherfucking banger this was. What a fantastic match. This match was so good. It really felt like a big a pay-per-view. It felt like a pay-per-view. If you guys watched it, 
Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, what a match. And Danielson is going to have to continuously face big-time superstars as we bleed into revolution. He's now going to be facing uh, Brian Cage next week. So that should be very good. Bandino getting a great pop from the crowd was awesome to see. Danielson, beloved by many. Um, and uh, it was a good match. If you missed it, check it out. Um, I have nothing else really to say. Danielson won. And again, he's building towards match with MJF at Revolution. So should be pretty interesting. Um, now, we actually seen... Um, Brian, I'm not deaf and I'm not dumb. I hear, I see, I read everything that you and all these fans have to say about me. Claiming that I am not worthy. I'm not deserving of my position here in this company. Anything think people have forgotten just exactly who the hell I am and just exactly how the hell I became your world champion. I take that very personally. And to think after all of the moments I've given you people, fickle, whew, that's an understatement. Brian, here's what you don't seem to understand. You see, since me and you have first crossed paths, you've only been dealing with masked Max. Mass Max likes to keep things light. Have some fun. But you'll find that the further you go on this journey, the closer you get to March 5th revolution in the one-hour Iron Man match that you think you want, the more my mask is going to begin to slip off. And Brian, you don't want that, man. Shit. Nobody does. See, you may think you're a dragon, but not even a dragon is any match for the monster behind the mask. All right, guys, I apologize from the uh, cutoff. I was going to talk about the promo and then I was going to play it. But, you know, technical difficulties. Again, I apologize. But that was MJF cutting that promo. Um, MJF is just, he's a generational talent. He really, really is. And I love that we're going to get this story between uh, Danielson and um, MJF. I, I think it's going to be great. Um, I love it. I really do. Um, and uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, so we're going to move on. All right. We're going to talk about Tony Storm, Soraya, Hikaru Shida, um, and uh, the women's match. But, but I want to, uh, actually, you know what? Nah, I'm not going to do the uh, audio clip from, uh, Brian Cage. We're going to talk about the women's match. So, uh, Tony Storm with Soraya, uh, she defeated Willow Nightingale, um, via pinfall. This match lasted seven minutes and 15 seconds. Now, um, I don't know what the fuck happened after this match, um, it looks like Paige, uh, Soraya, excuse me, uh, turned heel. Tony Storm turned heel. Um, and this is strange to me. It didn't feel organic. It felt actually forced. That's actually the first forced word I used to describe AEW in a very long time. This is not going to get over well at all. I don't understand what AEW is doing. It feels like 
They're going the route of damage control WWE with Soraya being Bailey and Tony Storm and I don't know, Jamie Hayter or somebody being Eel Sky and Dakota Kai. I don't know. I really don't know. Should be interesting. Um, Hikaru Shida. What is Hikaru Shida going to do? Is she going to side with Soraya and Tony Storm? Remember, she was the one that got the uh, kendo stick and put it in the ring and assisted uh, Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter to pick up the win. All of a sudden, Tony Storm forgives her. But then again, does she really forgive her? Because uh, Carl Sheeta really didn't do anything. Carl Sheeta's seen the beatdown, but she didn't do nothing. So it's pretty weird. I'm intrigued to a point. I want to see where this goes. Does Soraya create a faction? I don't know. I don't know why she would create a faction. We only have the TBS Championship and the AW Women's Championship. I don't know. We'll see, but uh, I'm pretty interested in it. I really am. I'm pretty interested, so we'll wait and see what happens. Um, so we had actually Takesha. Uh, Renee asked Takesha to talk about Brian Danielson, and he puts over how great uh, Danielson is before calling MJF an asshole in Japanese. Um, I don't know. looks like we're going to get... I could see Takesha versus MJF for the AEW uh, world title before Revolution. It makes sense. MGF was disrespecting Takesha. So, I don't know. We'll see. It should be pretty interesting. I love Takesha. Takesha's great. Takesha, AEW has a megastar in Takesha. I want to let everybody know that right now. They have a superstar in Takesha. Simple. So, I mean... <laughs> I can't wait to see what he does next, man. I really can't. So should be pretty good. Main event. Main event time. Again, like I said, this was kind of difficult to get through AEW tonight. That's why I'm kind of struggling as well, too, because all I want to fucking do is watch tributes of uh, Jay Briscoe. And that's actually what I'm going to do after this review is done. Um, thank you once again, everybody, for subscribing and listening to the Wrestling Takeover podcast. I appreciate you guys. Um, again, be sure to subscribe uh, to the podcast. Um, follow me on social media, Twitter at JT Takeover, and on Instagram at The Wrestling Takeover. Um, I don't really have a lot to say about tonight's show. Again, nothing really exciting happened. We have the TNT Championship. Uh, Darby Allen with Sting defeated Takesha with Kevin Knight and the DKC. Uh, this is from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, Darby Allen retained the TNT Championship. Um, I'll tell you guys this. This was a fun match. Fun match, but like I said, it was hard to get invested. Number two, I would love to see Sting have a retirement match against Darby Allen at Revolution or at any other wrestling uh, event in AEW um, before if or if he retires uh, this year. It's rumored that he might be retiring uh, this year. I don't know. Um, but if he is retiring, I would love to see a one-on-one -on -one match between him and Darby Allen for the TNT Championship or just in a singles match, non-title match, if Darby Allen loses it 
you know, before that one-on-one match with Sting. We'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, good main event, fun main event. Darby Allen retained. What's next for Darby Allen? That's the question. That's the question. Uh, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. Hopefully, it's something substantial. Um, maybe a feud with Malachi Black for the uh, the TNT Championship. Maybe something that I would love to see. Um, but you got to come up with something with Darby Allen. Have Darby Allen be a fighting champion. Um, but I really want to see that match between he and Sting one on one. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, like I said, RIP to uh, Jay Briscoe. I apologize for kind of the buffering of this a podcast. Hopefully you guys um, still go out and listen to it. What a, I just, I hate doing a review like this, um, especially with something that, you know, recently happened as in uh, yesterday. But I want to keep giving him uh, his respect. Um, it's just, it's a, it's a sad day. It really is still, uh, with what's, uh, going on in, uh, the world of pro wrestling. So, um, again, RIP to Jay Briscoe. We love you, man. Um, you had fucking memorable, memorable matches, legendary performances with, um, so many teams, but the ones I know dearly were FTR. Um, I, I want to make this point. It really sucks that um, the Briscoes never competed in WWE, never went to WWE. I wish they did because I would have loved to have seen the feud with um, the Usos. I really would. I thought that would have been fantastic. Um, but, you know, cookie cut doesn't crumble like that. Um, listen, Matt Briscoe, um, People were talking about uh, him retiring. I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know. Um, I hope the best for him. You know, as he and his family are going through this difficult time. Pro wrestling is a good community. When it's all said and done, outside of the bullshit, the drama, all those other things. The pro wrestling industry got together. And we all paid tribute in our own way to Jay Briscoe. Uh, what a sad state of affairs, really. Um, I want to end it with this. Um, some news regarding uh, Jay Briscoe and, and actually what happened. Um, so this is from Wrestling Observer Figure 4 Online. Uh, the report stated that approximately at 5.09 p.m., Briscoe, Jamie Burr, and his two daughters, ages 9 and 12, were traveling on Laurel Road, Restbound and the 2019 Chevy, uh, 27 year old Lily Lance was traveling eastbound on her 2060 Chevy Silverado 250 and crossed into the lane for unknown reasons. The two trucks then had a head on collision. Oh my god, uh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Oh man, that's so sad. Uh, both uh, Territon and Frank Ford, Delaware, resident and Briscoe and uh, Laurel, uh, Delaware resident, were pounded dead or pronounced dead at the scene. Uh, Tanner was wearing 
her seatbelt while Briscoe was not. Okay, so what happened to the kids? Are the kids okay? Are the kids... Like I said, guys, this was very tough for me to uh, get through. Okay. Um, why was he not wearing a seatbelt? You got to wear a seatbelt. Got to wear a seatbelt, man. That was not smart. Oh, man. That's so sad. That's so sad. Um, all right. I'm going to end it. Um, that's just not what I really wanted to read. Oh, but I got to give you guys information on what's going on. Um, he wasn't wearing a seatbelt. That's crazy. Please, everybody, always remember to put a seatbelt on. Please remember to put a seatbelt on, okay? Um, I love you guys. I appreciate the support. Uh, please try to listen to this podcast best way you guys can. Um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Uh, love you guys. RIP Jay Briscoe. We love you, brother. And um, thank you guys so much for the continued support. This is Jordan Turner. I'm signing off. See you next time.